0: hello and welcome back on today's show mark and i are gonna snack on some chocolate and then we're gonna fill you in on what we've been doing during our hiatus Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, current updates with covid in southern california and then finally also an update about things in paranormal corner stick around
1: and welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little Season 2!
0: Welcome
1: back! Welcome
0: <inaudible> back! <inaudible> <Okay. inaudible> <inaudible> <Yay. inaudible>
1: season 2. It is Season 2 of Snack a Little, Talk Little. We're glad you guys tuned in and have, uh, hopefully we'll get some more listeners and, and we'll continue to grow. And
0: uh, Yeah. Anyway,
1: so we're excited to be we're back. ready
0: for this. And thank you for those of you that have been chiming in and saying, come on, hello, when are you going to start up? But, you know, we work hard on these.
1: Not we really.
0: do. <laughs> I mean, we do, but also it's a pleasure. So it kind of doesn't right. feel like work a lot of the time. Would right. you agree with that? I agree. Okay. Although he's the one that does like the... um the more the technical stuff. Yes. The Editing more technical, stuff, yeah. but um, so it probably is a little more work for Mark, but still we do enjoy what we're doing.
1: Well, Jan, I heard your opening and you talked chocolate. So could we get to the chocolate already? Let's do
0: this. <laughs> okay. You go ahead and just start. All right. This is room temperature milk. As I've learned from I Mark, this is the way to do this.
1: Room, room. I can't even, you know what? I'm so excited. I can't even speak. It's... I love room temperature milk. And either temperature one of us is and he's chocolate.
0: starting with market. Market. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> These look like what they are. They're a happy accident. Okay. I had... They
1: look like the dog had an accident. Yes, they (laughs) do.
0: So I had some uh, coconut milk uh, nog that um, Mark and my neighbor and I tried just because I thought, well, this is different. Let me try this and see if I can make like chocolate nog fudge. But, and I followed a recipe, but it was very... um, liquidy or or creamy and it didn't set up like fudge normally would it didn't set up and so i thought well how am i going to save this i'm going to rescue it i don't want to like cook the fudge a second time because the chocolate would probably break so what i did instead was i had to very quickly while it was cold roll it up in balls and then dip it in chocolate to hold all of that creaminess within and um, so it doesn't hold its shape very well. But what you got there is a lot of chocolate. This
1: is good. This is uh, it's, deep, right? Rich chocolate. I don't know what.
0: That's why I you say it was a happy for, accident. But
1: it is. Gla- well, I mean,
0: originally it was supposed to be fudge. That's why it had to have a hard shell later, because it was like, well, how am I going to do this? I can't get it to stay set up. But um, yeah, I mean, perhaps if I had frozen it, it might have held together more in a ball. So I could have more like a ball-shaped chocolate. Right now, there.
1: This is great stuff. Fun. I mean, shapes. this is this is this is dark.
0: <laughs> it's, it's dark lovely. chocolate. Yeah, yeah. But I, but might I have...
1: can't. I can't taste any of the. Uh,
0: None of the nog. The
1: coconut nog.
0: No, no. In fact, so it was you know a what? coconut
1: eggnog. It was coconut eggnog. Did it have
0: egg in it? I forget. I don't remember. Anyways, it
1: was a drink we were just uh, sampling with her neighbor and stuff, and and. Uh,
0: and you certainly taste it when you're drinking the drink, right? But not with but this. this way, no. And when no, I tried oh, it man. and couldn't get it to set up, I thought, well, I'm gonna add just a little extra nutmeg and cinnamon. You can't even tell. You don't know what's in there. No,
1: this is this just is like this deep dark center of a good uh, yes. dark chocolate truffle.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. hmm mm hmm
1: Man, this is good
0: stuff. The center is lovely. I mean the whole thing is good, but it is very creamy. Creepy. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> creamy. Mm. I can't say that with my mouth full of chocolate. So when you made this, Mm -hmm. because this has
1: an outer shell. Mm -hmm. So what what is the outer shell? Is it just the melted chocolate?
0: Yes. (laughs) 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 Just melted chocolate. So the ganache or whatever on the inside had the nog. It had Trader Joe's chips Mm. uh, and vanilla, a little bit of salt. And um, but the outside is just the chips because then I knew it would harden enough to hold in the creamy center. I tried doing it with um, rolling the creamy center in coconut, but it still is a lot to try to. You got to eat it right away because otherwise it wants to melt. I and mean, oh, even really? this has to be eaten right away. You have the rest, by the way. <laughs> and so that's just it's you know I just, lovely, just when but you Now
1: rich. I just did have one little flake of coconut.
0: I, that is. So is there weird. a lot of coconut? There's No this? coconut. Well, there's not supposed to be. All right. Well, wait. A minute, hold on. Maybe it's cardboard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's see what game. There's Maybe, something. that well, looks you like know a. What? It looks oh, like.
0: Oh, you know what? I bet you it is. Because. That, oh, yeah. That's
1: like a. That's like a sliver of coconut. Because
0: I was taking. I was scooping with a spoon. Yeah, you know what? It would be. When I first tried with coconut, there's going to be some coconut bits. Okay. Sure. Surely.
1: Because that was one. And if it wasn't, it was something that came from your cat's behind.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it prob- it's not probable. Yeah, you're probably right.
1: Well, this is good. I think you should save this as uh, part of your truffle making that I know well, you do occasionally. Well,
0: I agree. that it's, It is a happy accident, and this will happen again. I just have to figure out a way how to perfect it so that the shape maybe is a little nicer. But I don't I- know. Making the shape look
1: like dog crap. <laughs>
0: could be my signature exactly
1: not only that'll d- deter other people from eating there it, and then go. i can have a lot of more you of know yeah i'll just tell everyone else hey psst that stuff janice set out don't have that it's poop look at it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i will post the recipe uh for the so what so the recipe was how to make fudge that's dairy free and i don't and so it called for dairy free chocolate which this is not right um and I don't think that has anything to do with why it didn't hold up the way it should. I don't know why it didn't. Somebody just had wrong ingredient <laughs> ratio. I don't know.
1: Well, I think it's great. I haven't even had milk. You know, it was so moist with that it's, center. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, you guys. You got, a, good, you got a picture
0: yet. of, the, of the, the moistness, the creaminess or whatever? I did not. I saw you taking a picture. Yeah,
1: of. yeah. I took a picture of that. By the way, speaking of that, our pictures are available on our Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram
0: and just go to snack a little
1: snack a little at twitter snack a little too on all three
0: at uh, snack a little
1: twitter instagram and facebook every time we do a show for those new listeners hopefully we have some new listeners tuning in we do uh post the pictures eventually uh usually i put a few of them every day or a couple of them every day uh just to parse it out a little bit to get people to come back to our social media and interact what's
0: your appetite
1: so uh, You can sure- always
0: call us, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. If there's anything that uh, you want to weigh in on, which we love, um, we might also be careful whatever that is that you say. Be prepared for the fact that if we like what you say, even if we don't like what you say, we might post your comments that's on our right. show. That's right. It's our dedicated listener line, and it's 909-572-0278. Huh?
1: Do it. Did that just like professionals.
0: That's right. Well, Mark, what are we
1: going to do now? <laughs> well, now you wanted to talk about, uh, you know, we've been gone for a few weeks. We yeah. haven't had a show. And yeah. and after having a brand new show for nearly 52 weeks, we did have one week, I think, that we skipped. Mm-hmm. That's when you were mm-hmm. ill and you yes. almost died. I almost died. Yep. And, and uh, but, uh, so we did a little bit of a break. And what did we do during this break?
0: Well... Uh, I, you know, we never know. So, this actually wasn't during the break, but my mom, by the way, folks, she got very, very ill as well. So, mm. things were a little squirrely and weird, and they still are. Um, but uh, you know what? For me, Mark, mostly it's been work, and um, some of the time it was mom, but now I have a niece who's filling in a lot and helping us out with them, um, taking good care of our right, mom. Right. And we had Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. And um, it was a smaller one. Originally, the plan was to go up to Northern California for Thanksgiving. There would have been probably thirty or forty people at that. Mark has been to a couple of these family gatherings, and right. you know, it's it's a big it's a big deal, folks. If you're not from the the states, you probably know a little bit about our Thanksgivings. There's usually a turkey, sometimes a turkey and a ham. And all the fixins: sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, right? It's gravy, a big to do. Lots of pie. A lot
1: of family. Lots of pies. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's the dessert There'll table be some itself. there cranberries is involved. Just fantastic. Cider. Yeah. Right.
0: Good stuff. And so it was a smaller one. I think we had about eight people here at my house. the The, uh, the manor has a nice, good long table and uh, enough room to have a, a, a nice gathering here. But it was a little more intimate this year. Right. But we had all the usual. Uh, family, um, the the locals, right, and um, and it was pretty low key, and and the usual food, turkey, right. Mark makes a fantastic lime
1: jello jello salad. It's actually mm-hmm. my grandmother on my mother's side. It's her recipe, and ever since she passed away, I've made it every Thanksgiving in honor of her.
0: Good, good, and stuff. it's good. Yeah, it it's good, good stuff.
1: It's a it's a lot to prepare, but uh, it's uh, good stuff.
0: And then afterwards, it's kind it's become a tradition. That we do some kind of a family craft. And most of the time, it has been decorating. We've de- we've decorated a Thanksgiving tablecloth. We've decorated a Christmas tablecloth. This year, we decorated a Christmas uh, runner, table runner. Right. Well, no, wait. Christmas and Thanksgiving. It's a twofer. And, and
1: New Year's. Didn't we do a New Year's?
0: If we didn't, we need to go in there think, and fix it no, after I think, this. <laughs> I think there was a Happy
1: New Year on that.
0: Okay, well, we'll make sure. So it's a,
1: so it's a craft, and, and what, you know, it's... I was—I was going to try to explain what a craft was. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, it, and so we have a blank table runner. Yeah, the the thing that goes down and, the center, and the center
1: provides, of the table. Tr- provides the uh, little paint things and and markers and stuff like that for fabric, fabric paint, fabric yep. markers. Mm-hmm. And we all sit around and chit chat, and everyone gets to add their own little uh, whatever they feel about the holidays yep. to yep. it.
0: Yeah, and it's a thank goodness everybody put good feelings. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a mishmash. It is uh, imperfectly perfect because ain't nobody um, making tons of money with our art. But speak for yourself. But there there is a lot of love that goes into this tablecloth and laughter. Right and actually, after most of the people left um there it it just wasn't quite right well
1: actually what 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 happened is is your mom before she left, she said quimby
0: cakes it needs <laughs> it needs something
1: here and here there's yes. some empty spaces, yeah, but you know people had other things to get to because it was oh you know it was Thanksgiving what what did they have to get to? they it could have like, stuck around
0: mom oxygen Tired. oh that's right 93. oh that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: I was thinking of your sister. But I thought, oh, you know what? They had to. They all rode together in yep. the same car. Yep. That's because your mom. Your mom doesn't drive her Harley anymore. No, she doesn't. She gave that up. Yeah. Anyway, so we we finished up and added a couple of little extra things to fill in the gaps. And I think you have some pictures of that, don't you? I do. We'll right. post
0: some pictures of our um, our eclectic <laughs> table runner. Uh, we have. Um, Uh, Santa we found that Santa is very uh, inclusive he hires all kinds of reindeer (laughs) and um, and I found out that Mark is a better artist than I knew I did not know you did a great job your musket looks right (laughs) on my acorn looks like a mushroom (laughs) or poop anyway you find out a lot about people and and the things that they draw
1: that's right it was a psychological experiment that's right
0: (laughs) Anyway, but that's it. Was just a nice, relaxing day with family, and we look forward to that.
1: Yeah, it was. It was great. It was great to get together because we don't always get together uh, that that much anymore. But uh, but it certainly is something that uh, it was great. Yeah. We, was by great. the way, How we do,
0: do have Thanksgiving part two usually, and we did, and it was um, oh, Thanksgiving. Right. A couple days egg later. Rolls. Right. Yeah, you just take all of that Thanksgiving stuff and, and roll it up I in the egg roll and deep fry It is fry great.
1: It. I, on that one, it was great for me because I didn't have to participate at all except show up and show eat. Show up and eat, yep. <laughs> but it really was, folks. So what Jan and her family do, uh, you know, and I've been a part of this before, but they take and they – make big fat egg rolls it's you know it's more like a burrito really Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. a fried burrito well i guess that's technically what an egg roll is isn't it kind of
0: chinese burrito uh
1: anyway and and put a little bit of all the ingredients in that thing fry it up it is great that's it's like having a thanksgiving hot pocket
0: it's it. You're right. And it is good. And you can use the gravy for dipping because you got to have dipping with your egg. Roll.
1: Oh, man. That and was also
0: good. took some of that. You could just do the cranberry sauce. Um, I had read that some people take some apple cider vinegar and mix it with their cranberry sauce to give it a little bit more of a sweet sour. And so we had that, too. And kind of a sweet and sour cranberry dipper.
1: Oh, that's right. You did. You janetized it. I janetized it. Yeah, that was great stuff.
0: Yeah. So I'm sure you all have here in the States, you all have your different ways of um Going forth with your Thanksgiving leftovers, but if you haven't tried the egg roll, try it. Yeah. Did you take a picture of the egg roll?
1: Do you remember if you did that?
0: Uh, yes. You know what? We'll post it we'll on our page, too. see if can post too. that. Yeah. And,
1: and then, folks, when you go to Facebook and see the picture of the Thanksgiving egg roll, uh, tell us what you do with your leftovers. Love I mean, I know, know a lot of people do you know, turkey sandwiches for days afterwards, but if you do something else that's, that you think is unique or something like that, we'd like to hear from you. So be sure to go to our Facebook at snack a little and, and uh, let us know.
0: And going forward, I mean, we're moving into Christmas season here. You know what? For those of you who don't celebrate uh, Thanksgiving, keeping in mind with your Christmas leftovers, this is something that you might try if you haven't. Or what do you do with your Christmas leftovers? I'd right. love to hear from from you about that, too. Exactly. Now. So now for, our,
1: for our, uh, a new season, we're going to bring back one of our advertisers that we had in our first season. And it's a commercial that uh, Jan and I were asked to be the uh, spokespeople for. And so we want to play that for you right now. This uh, This is our sponsor. Here we go. In these unprecedented times.
0: In these difficult times. In these
1: unsure times. In
0: these challenging times. In these
1: uncertain times.
0: In this new normal.
1: We want you to buy what we're selling. Depression
0: and fear
1: depression and fear being sold to you by the mass media ever since there even was a mass media depression and fear if you're not feeling depressed and fearful enough just watch a few more of our virtue signaling commercials where we will paint your existence as gloomy and dangerous
0: depression and fear
1: because gloomy and dangerous makes you go out to buy things we think Oh, what does it matter as long as you know who we are and buy our product, at least we'll be happy.
0: Depression and fear.
1: Buy into it today, or else you may be in danger of living a happy life. And there you go. That's our depression and fear.
0: That was a fun uh, <laughs> uh, opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> depression. So, if and you fear. guys
1: if you guys uh, are, aren't familiar with the depression and fear, I'm sure that you are, because everyone has been uh, affected by the uh, that's right, Cardi. Certainly. We're glad that you chimed in on that, and and that's the thing is, so you know, for those who don't know, we are in Southern California. We just just uh, we are just had new restrictions put in,
0: indeed, to
1: severely restrict everything in this state, and it's unbelievable. It's frustrating. It doesn't follow the science, and and Merry
0: Christmas. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it's 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 terrible. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, um, well, it's a hot topic and it causes a lot of division because some people think that if you're worried about uh, the people who are affected because of um, depression, because of losing their business, their job, uh, the kids not in school, they think that you don't care about my grandmother or you'll, you'd care if somebody that you knew d- died. I think it's possible to care about both. Right. And we have to care about both. We right. have to. And when have we ever done this before? What, 20, 1918?
1: <laughs> right. Well, none of us were around back then. Right. But what What I don't, I, I think the prudent thing to do is to protect the, uh, or quarantine the sick, protect the vulnerable, and let everyone else make the decision on their lives and everything. Because yes. that's what we've done with Anytime we've had other things Always. in the past, you know, it, it, it's, uh, you know, let everyone know you need to be aware there's an illness out there that you can get. Mm-hmm. I mean, the numbers are nearly astronomically low that you're going to die from it. Yes. But it is certainly a thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm Absolutely. not saying that... Uh,
0: uh, Coronavirus!
1: Is not a thing. But it's just that it's so rare that someone would get it. And it's even more rare of those who get it that they will die from it. And that's something that that statistically for a while I was keeping the stats every week uh, on my own personal Facebook page and posting those. And I finally stopped doing that because it wasn't changing. Nothing was changing, even though right now they say we're in a surge and all that. But there's a lot of fear being promoted by the media in order to control people to make them and I don't know what the end goal is, I don't, but I'll tell I you. I don't either. It is, it is shut, shutting down businesses and stuff like that. And it is. For just, good? A lot of it, them. Is, Many. It is terrible.
0: You know, what's interesting is the World Health Organization actually wrote up what the different uh, impact of the COVID 19 on people's livelihoods, their health, our food system. And it says, millions of enterprises face an existential threat. Nearly half of the world's 3.3 billion global workforce are at risk of losing their livelihoods. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and this is because of the shutdowns, is what because you're saying. Because of the shutdowns. Right. Not because of coronavirus, but right. because of
0: the coronavirus! shutdowns. Coronavirus! Yeah. Without the means to earn an income during lockdown, many are unable to feed themselves and their families. For most, no income means no food, or at best, food with less nutrient um, dense uh qualities right (laughs) and this has to be part of the conversation and people are demonized for trying to say hey but what about that guy who lost his job and is depressed because he can't feed his family and uh, the, uh what about that what about the people with alcoholism and drug addiction and domestic abuse these we're not making this up this is increasing
1: right the st- the statistics if we follow the science as people want to do are showing that there's a lot more a lot more things happening that uh, is probably possibly cuz I have not looked at the statistics that I'm talking about Jana has and she was telling me about it is that it's probably worse than not shutting down at all.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, think about this, too. If you lose your job, you can't afford to pay for your um, any kind of health insurance. And even, quote, free health insurance isn't free here. Uh, well, it is for some, but for many it is not. Right. And so then you can't afford to take care of yourself and your family if you do get ill. And the once again, if if you have this conversation with some people, you're demonized right. because you're not thinking about that small percentage. It's not to say that it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, my heart aches for people. I've been in the hospital when nobody come in, could come in and right, see right. me. Right, right.
1: When you were when you were on your deathbed, there. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't come in.
0: No, people can't couldn't be there. Right. Interestingly, when my mother was in, one a a time could be. So I'm not sure what the difference is. Maybe they liked her better. Maybe they didn't like gingers. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's a ginger thing. Uh, But this is a conversation that, unfortunately, for whatever reason, has people so divided. And it is possible to care about both. It's possible to be worried about uh covid and when have we ever done this where you didn't allow people to make decisions for themselves and their own family if if all businesses were allowed to stay open and it's different in every state and i'm sure every every county every city i mean you know but where we're at it's it's there's there's (laughs) i don't have we ever we even when the restrictions were being lifted it wasn't really that lifted uh, but there are other places that you can go where it's a little different here, and I don't think that you're seeing anything different um, as far as the numbers, according to how there the people that are in charge, the governors. Right. Um, I think what where you see higher numbers is where you have larger cities with more people that are in, more in concentration a dense of people population. Right. Right. Yeah, and that's to be expected. Right. So I, oh, Mark.
1: It, it's, it's terrible. You know, and, and quite frankly, like you say, the, the science does not follow the restrictions they're putting in. So, for instance, they're shutting down restaurants here in Southern California. Uh, you can't even have outdoor dining. And I know we've talked before, and I think I posted a picture before of how, you know, restaurants got creative and, and did outdoor dining and in their own parking lot. They set up tents and stuff yes. like that, spent mm-hmm. money doing that. And now they can't even do that. And it's like, All you, the time you, you know, there's, there's a spend. small margin on restaurants as far as a profit margin. And they've they've cut it down before. Now they're completely cutting it down. We featured it on our show. We did the Riverside yeah. Airport Cafe. You know, we, we talked to uh, Le, Mama. Le, Le Mamu about it. And, uh, you know, we may need to revisit her. We, Airport I, cafe. We, we, yes. may, we may just have to revisit her just to help her out. regardless I think so. Regardless yeah. of the show.
0: Yeah. If she's uh, back to curbside. But I don't know what she'll do because I know she has a lot of uh, police that go there and right. eat. And so I know she's got a lot of support. And we do have a sheriff who has said, mm nope. Not going to be following right. what this governor right. is telling people to do. It doesn't make sense. He's not following the science. He's not providing science that says why this is the way to, the route to take.
1: That's right. So, so there's so here's a story in Southern California. Well, actually, in the whole state of California, our governor has uh, just did a speech a couple days ago where he's shutting shutting down so much. It's it's stay at home. Everyone stay at home. However, in our county, Riverside County, our sheriff has said he's not going to enforce that. He says right. it's, it's it's What a stud! He says it's draconian. Well, I don't know if he used that word, but he said this is too much. We are not going to do that yeah. in Orange County, which is where Disneyland is, which is still yet to open up. The only Disneyland facility that's closed in the world. Uh, the sheriff of Orange County said the same thing. And my understanding is, I just saw a headline that the sheriff of San Diego same thing. Now the thing is, the sheriff that is county area, not the city. So if you live in the in the cities and yes. there I I don't know what the cities are doing individually because I have not seen that local of news. I haven't got down to that. But, you know, it's I I like that there are people that are in power that are standing up to this. I agree. Cuz I tell you I, I it makes me wish that I had a restaurant or a retail business because I would put a banner out that says business as usual. Yes. I would say no mask required. You can wear a mask if you want. I would I mean I would totally go
0: and then let people decide.
1: You make your own decisions.
0: Okay, they don't wear masks here, so I probably don't want to go in there.
1: Right. And, and I have, uh, there's at least, and I've mentioned this before in our first season a couple of times, I've mentioned places that I've gone to. One of them where a mask, it was like, you don't have to wear a mask here. And, and yeah. they actually said that. They said, you don't have to wear a mask here, it's, it's up to you. And another place where they actually said, now mind you, it was a gun shop, and it said, masks are not allowed. And, and as ridiculous as that sounds right now, you know, it sounds like, oh, masks aren't even allowed. Think about it. Before all this happened, you could not walk into a store with a mask on. That's right. Because you're hiding your face and it looks like you might be someone who yep. is going to st- – and it's so funny because uh, part of the masks, you know, that are being worn actually are bandanas, you know, because I, you know, I do a lot of handyman stuff. I'm in and out of uh, Home Depot and Lowe's and, you know, st- shops like that. And there's a lot of people that wear bandanas in there over their faces. And yeah. it just reminds me of the old Westerns where that's how you knew it was a bad guy. He wore a bandana over that's his face. Right.
0: <laughs> well, You know, more and more studies are showing that COVID has probably been here since 2019. Coronavirus! Perhaps as early as October or November of last year. And we survived. Right. Even though people weren't going around with the masks and and Oops, you sorry. know whatnot. Um, you, you, I don't know if everybody is aware of this kind of thing or thinks about it. But when it gets to be cold and flu season, I'm always more aware of that. And I take extra precaution with my hand sanitizer and whatnot. Because I'm out there using public restrooms because of my job. I don't have a restroom in my, my work truck. Right. And so I do think about those things. I, again, I don't know how much people do. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that going forward, people may be very much more aware of this kind of thing for a long time, if not for good, that when we get into the cold and flu season, they may be more careful about, ooh, I'm going to use that paper towel to open the bathroom door at this public place. Right,
1: right. Now, see, me, I'm I'm somewhat of a germaphobe in in the sense, as you know, when it comes to food and sharing food and stuff like that. but. And when I use public restrooms, which is not necessarily – well, I I can't say not necessarily that often. Thank goodness I'm a man. I'll tell you that, number one. Just whip it out and spray whatever. (laughs) That's right. Spray whatever. There's a switch. Let me see. I want to make a chocolate fountain out of my penis right now. Wait, I, my windshield's a little frosty. Let me see if I have some de-icer in there.
0: <laughs> Let's see. There's a fly up there. Let's see if I can hit it with my...
1: <laughs> it's exactly how it works, Jenna. I know. Uh, but uh, but when I do leave the restroom, I, I do prefer... I, I hate when they have just the, uh, the hand dryers, the air dryers, yep. because I like to have a paper towel as to touch that knob as I go out, because I don't know who else has been... <laughs> I don't know who else has been touching the knob in there? <laughs> but that's that's how I feel normally. I mean, that has nothing to do with cold or flu season. Yeah, for me, honestly, I agree. Uh, personally my cold and flu season isn't a factor. The only difference that I do during the cold and flu season is I will up my vitamin C intake. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally taking tablets. I mean, I you know take an extra vitamin C tablet in, in addition to my you know normal everyday vitamins that I take just to help protect myself. And then if I feel something coming on, I'm a big fan of ginger. Yes, so you I are. So there's various ginger beers that I uh, stock at my house. Mm-hmm. And if I feel a cold or something coming on, I'll down one of those. And honestly, it seems to work overnight.
0: A little side note. I think that when we do our Christmas show, and we will do one I think it's time. We need to break into those ginger beers. We oh, have that's back there right. That you brought. We keep waiting for that right occasion. <laughs> Maybe for the Christmas show. I think you're right. Yeah, we've
1: had <laughs> since we started the show. We've we've had these uh, two bottles of uh, ginger beer on our display behind our sign, and uh, yeah, we've we've yet to crack those open. We I mean, my gosh, we're into open. this. This is the first episode, of the second season. We should have planned and done it for right today now.
0: i know you're right you know,
1: but i think i think we'll wait for the christmas show. i'm down with. i that. think that's a good ginger is a, a nice idea.
0: Christmassy flavor
1: so that's so that's that's what i do cold and flu season i don't you know look I, there's a lot of things out there that i touch that i don't even cons- think about when i open door <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and i get in a lot of trouble for that <laughs> uh, but you know opening doors like my go my post office box and all that i don't think twice about that afterwards
0: uh-huh. It's only the, and, you know, there yep. certainly
1: could be germs and stuff there, but it's afterwards, after I go to a public restroom, that's when I'm actually concerned. Yep. Other than that, it, it doesn't matter. Not, not for me.
0: I, I am a little more careful now than I used to be with certain things. I don't know if it's just the difference in our personalities or if it's because, again, because of my mom. I'm not right. sure. I don't know. But I am um, more careful, certainly because of my mom. Uh, even if, even though if I'm not going to be around her, when I bring in, uh, the packages that are delivered here, uh, when I go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. and once I'm done with all of that, well, actually even I, so when I'm okay, when I go to the grocery store, I get all my stuff loaded into the car. I will use some hand sanitizer when I get home, uh, and put everything away. I usually wash up again. Wow. Yeah. So, and I wouldn't have done that before unless I, you know, touched something that I'm like, "Ew, this is gross." Right? I wouldn't right. think about it. So there are yeah, filling up with the gas. I've told you that before. Certainly, I do that a couple times a week uh, with my work truck, and um, always with that because I do. I'll, I might have the windows down. I touch my hair a lot when I'm working, get it out of my face, and right, so right. yeah. If I'm if I'm touching a gas pump, those are the kinds of things that I figure when I've gotten a cold. Or flu or whatever. It's that's where I'm more th- than likely going to be getting it, if not from a family member. So.
1: Wow, see that's interesting because I don't, I don't, you know, I I didn't buy into. I don't want to say I didn't buy into the whole. I didn't buy into the whole fear mm-hmm. thing because to me, there's also part of our lives where it's good to get a little bit of germs here and there, little sampling yes. of them, because yep. that gives your body a chance to react and and to overcome them and stuff like that. That's why, like you say, to me. Uh, it's it's not a big deal, not a big change of habit despite all the fear mongering and everything. Um, and I understand what you're doing because of your mom, yep. you know, being a little more cautious. It just cracks me up that it seems to change, and it's, and we've talked about this before, but it, it changes all the time what the stores are trying to do. Yeah. They have these, uh, you know, so everyone is wearing facial masks, some mm-hmm. kind of face covering, mm-hmm. okay? Now the stores have plexiglass up between you and the cashier. Even
0: though... Right,
1: but, but that's, that's the thing. See, and Jenna just did that. You couldn't see it, but she just, you know, moved aside from her microphone. That happens so often. I'm at, I'm at Home Depot, and I'm trying to communicate with the person, and either they... Or me will actually lean around the plexiglass because between the mask and the plexiglass and the noise in the store, you can't hear what they're saying. Well, so you have to no, lean around mm-hmm. it. There's and no it-
0: <laughs> plexi at the um, at the ATM thing where you're doing your your <laughs> transaction, which is why you're there is to do the transaction or to buy the groceries. Right. So you know what you go back and forth between the plexi and then go back over and I mean, come on.
1: And and you know, at one point they had. Uh, like a rubberized keypad coating thing over the keypad that you're swiping your card through or putting your card in or whatever. And at one point, they were wiping it off after every customer, Mm -hmm. and then they stopped doing that. And I'm like, well, which is it? Is that the thing or is it not the thing?
0: I see far less people now uh, wiping down the shopping carts. Now, when we talked about our whole grocery store, you know, pet peeves, right? Um, one of the things that is a peeve of mine is for a few years now at least, most of the time in the grocery stores, in, just inside or just outside of the grocery stores, are um, the antibacterial wipes. Right. Well, so one of my pet peeves is during cold and flu season, keep that m and f thing full <laughs> because I am very right. aware of that kind of thing. Right. And now even more so – uh, it is important to me when i'm touching the same cart bunch of people touching throughout the day i right. do want a way way to clean that off right and i did even before covid so it it's surprising to me since Come they have it there, it there that they wouldn't keep that i mean with everything that we're doing to keep everybody quote safe right wh- why is that why does that ever run out i know
1: It always even even before this it always cracked me up yep. it was like uh, especially walmart which i frequent often it's one of my favorite stores but it cracks me up when their wipey thing was empty because uh-huh. they have uh-huh. an actual stand and a display there that says something you know, sanitized by and it has the the brand name and it's empty and to me that's such negative advertising just from a pure advertising you know here's something that will help protect you but we're completely out of it because we don't care
0: just to point out, for those of you that are here in the, the states, I don't know if this would be something that you would have seen in a, a different state like we did here in Southern California. So, and especially also, I should say, um, those of you that listen from a different country, this is an example of the kind of thing that gets our goat because it is so arbitrary, the decisions that are being made. Um, we have some leaders... That are saying what we can't do, but then they're going and doing what they're saying that we shouldn't be doing because it's just that dangerous, right? We also have uh, a restaurant owner who they or restaurant owners have been told, no, 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 you can't have your outdoor dining after they spent thousands of dollars to set up so that they could continue
1: business in bi- right. their business, right?
0: Um, but now they're being told now you have to shut down altogether. But there's no science. In fact, actually, in L.A. County, it doesn't say that there is. The, the places that people are getting or most likely to get COVID, government offices are right up at the top, but they're still collecting a paycheck and working. Right, right. Uh, outdoor dining is not on the list, but they're being shut down. And so there was a woman that was um, on the news, and she's a restaurant owner, and she has all of these tents set up for outdoor dining,
1: and their tables separated everything, and everything. Yep, right. So she
0: said it was seven foot instead of the six foot. She's doing seven foot separation. And she is walking through the parking lot and she says, this is what I have. She shows the tents. And then she has the camera pan to right next to her restaurant in the same parking lot. The same setup.
1: Exact same setup.
0: For a movie set. Is that correct? Right.
1: Is it a movie or music video or something like that? Yes. It was deemed by the governor in one of the essential things. It's like, wait a minute. You're telling me. Now, mind you, this comes from I've worked in media my whole life. You're telling me that making a music video or a movie or whatever that is is es- more essential than people going out to eat,
0: and it's the same thing. But same setup hers in her parking okay, lot, and she's potentially going to lose her yeah. business for good.
1: That went viral. I hope a lot more people saw that. I, I know that I got sent to it by a bunch of my friends, or a bunch of my friends linked, linked it, and. and put my name in it and stuff like that to let me know about it because it was outrageous. It's a video where she has her outside dining that is shut down and she pans over to the outside dining they have for the crew right for this to her. film or music video. And that's completely allowed
0: Rules for the, but not for
1: unbelievable.
0: Me. You know, I think it's a good, <laughs> since we're up here on our soap boxes, I think it's good again, just to say some people, Listen, I don't know if there are some people who say that COVID is a hoax. We're not saying it's a hoax. Again, we know that it's real. But you can't just have your tunnel vision and focus on only COVID. You can't punish everyone in order to protect the few. And it is the few. Um, Protect your people, but also people that, that are not at risk need to get out there and be able to support their families
1: and the way they're doing it is ridiculous to me so they come out and they say you know what uh, uh, our numbers of this are going up the testing and all that and I, that's a whole separate thing we could I, I could do a long long mm-hmm. show on this but the point that I'm trying to make now is that they'll say so we need to make these changes we're gonna make them next Wednesday yeah it's like wait if it's important and it's health and people are gonna die, it should be. We're gonna make them right now.
0: But I want to go there first. Right and now, have dinner.
1: Right, for, right for now, for one last Because that time. that has happened. That has <laughs> yes, happened it with has. our politicians. <laughs> they. Literally, they go and do a speech that we need to shut down, and then they go to one of these restaurants right afterwards yep. so they can get in before the deadline. That's right. And it's like, well, if it's that dangerous, why are you going straight from the microphone to that restaurant? It'll be
0: more dangerous the next night.
1: Unbelievable. <laughs> and to me, and that's that's the problem I have with the shutdown, is they should come out and say, look, here's what the numbers are showing. Here's what the science is. We need to shut this down now. We need to stop doing this now. Not We're, we're going to give you three more days to get infected, if that was indeed the the case.
0: You know, I think it's important to bring up, the Los Angeles Times did a story back in 2018 talking about um, an epic flu season. It was type A influenza and the hospitals were at risk of the ICU filling up. They were um, having to triage out in the parking lots and there were a lot of people in the halls waiting to be seen or just laying in a bed out in the hallways. Right,
1: I remember that on all over the news.
0: And um, we never shut down.
1: We got through it.
0: Yeah, and they and so vulnerable it's, it's, people
1: did did get it. Yes, they people did. people did die certainly. And but we never shut down the economy because of
0: it. Never shut it down. And L.A. Times at that time, and you can find a few articles where they're saying we need to be prepared for this right. for the next time there's a pandemic or or just a really really bad flu season. And apparently we're not that prepared because that's a big part of the shutdown is, well, we don't want to overwhelm, the uh, ICU, we don't want to overwhelm the hospitals the and rooms, run out of right. hospital beds. Right. What happened to all of these ships that were <laughs> in the right. harbor? Hospital and ships. And we have a building here in Riverside. Just a huge
1: building. It's a former Sears. Yep. It's a former two-story Sears.
0: Sears and Roebuck, big, big, I was going to say right. grocery store. Big a retailer, big, mm-hmm, big retailer here.
1: that went out of business. But yep. that huge building, the whole parking lot is marked off. They use. They actually use the parking lot for COVID test, <clears throat> excuse me testing that. and uh but the interior supposedly was turned into a hospital and i have yet to see any more traffic than Anything is there on a daily going on basis yeah. going on there and that's a huge building and for a, a we you know we live in a large city we were what 350,000 people
0: well i mean and okay all right since we weren't prepared because of all the other f- bad flu seasons we've had how about since covid's now what 8 9 months And it's become obvious that it wasn't going away and that we were going into another flu season. They've been warning us for a while. When you combine COVID with the new flu season, we're worried that, you know, then it could be overwhelmed because of that. Why are we still not prepared? Right. Why do we not? If this is such an issue, and I would like to see the numbers. What were the numbers like last year at this time during cold and flu season? How much different is it? Which it may be, but... I can't find that. I looked, by the way, to see what ICU was like for 2019. I wasn't I, able to find I it.
1: I saw an article. Now, mind you, when I say that, that means I read the headline and I skimmed the article. So okay. this is not a scientific thing. But basically... Didn't talk about boobs. So but you it was <laughs> Basically, it didn't have a picture of them. Okay. That's, that was okay. the main thing. Talk about boobs. Who cares about that? Show me the picture. Show me
0: the money. Uh, but
1: anyway, the, the, the story was that uh, a lot of the flu is down because it's being underreported because a lot of the yes. flus are being reported as coronavirus, coronavirus. because they get the funding from the government for that. And so it's the 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 statistics are showing that the flu is down tremendously this season, but it's not really that the flu is down because I mean what did coronavirus eliminate the flu? <laughs>
0: mean, <laughs> you got to wonder. What so, it's like it's uh...
1: There's power, politics, and money involved in this, and that, that kind of a mix makes things go wacky, wacky. and makes and makes things go a little bit uh, – everyone gets skewed because more people want more power and they want more money in their pockets, and unfortunately, or that's what this has become.
0: they don't want to be blamed if something goes wrong because you and I have talked about this before, and you just think, is it about politics and power or is it about – um
1: liability yeah right. well
0: i'd rather be really, really 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 safe and cautious than have somebody blame me right be be one to say no we're we're not going to do it this way like and, and, and the same governor de in the same florida right good good dude just he's uh, like Mm-mm, we're not shutting down
1: and the same with uh businesses and stuff like that yeah you know earlier today we were out driving around doing a few errands together and uh you know, and I, I actually said because we we saw places where uh, they're outdoor dining. This is the last day for outdoor dining if if they're going to follow the rules. And a lot of these places are corporate owned. You know, it's like uh, El Torito uh, Islands. You know, corporate owned restaurants that they don't want to get the liability of or any risk of people suing them because they stayed open during the uh, pandemic. So they're probably going to shut down. And to mm-hmm. me. If, the, if these corporations, these restaurant chains would all stand up and say, you know what, the science is not there, we need to make money, and we're doing all the precautions that we're, we're supposed to do, we're going to stay open, that would make an impact. Yes. Unfortunately... All we get is the independent person. Of course, this shows up on the news, and sometimes news will feature them. The independent person that you know has a one store somewhere that will keep it open is uh, thumbing their nose at the man. But in, unless we get the corporations to go along with it, it's not going to yep. have the impact yep. that it needs to be. If if all these people said, you know what, back to normal, yeah, back to normal. You guys make your decision based on your own health and the health of people that are in your circles. Like we always have. Right. And and that's how it should be. But right now it is terrible. Let me just point this people. out.
0: That LA Times article, 2018, just a couple of years ago. Right. Just this, this line just jumped out at me. Many hospitals say they're too full to accept any more patients, which is, you know, what we're hearing right now. And still yet again, I just want to emphasize the world didn't stop.
1: Right. <laughs> Right. Back then, yeah. Because now we're only down the, the current rule is that uh, when it's there's only 15% of ICU beds left, we need to shut down like we do. But you're saying back then, two years ago, mm-hmm. they were full and we yep. still didn't shut down. That's right. So we we're above and beyond what the terrible restrictions are right now. And we still didn't shut down. And everyone, well, not everyone lived happily ever after. But, right. you know. It's it's uh. but
0: but the race continued and we continued with our jobs. I had a job in 2018. I have the same job in twenty eight or 2020. Hopefully that'll continue. Knock wood. Right. Um. I, I I sometimes wonder if the people who um aren't looking at the other side of this picture, the the side that we're talking about. Right. Is it because they're employed, so they're not worried about it? Maybe some people don't have that. Right. If it's gene not affecting you. To,
1: you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's the same thing that they say. Well, you haven't had someone die from, from it yet. I'm like, well, true. I've had people that have had it I and have. recovered, and it's just, it's you know,
0: I've had people with all different phases of the illness, including a cousin whose um, service that we I didn't go to, but we did have a memorial afterwards, right? Um, with with limited number of people, right. Uh, who passed away, who had it, and she was in a nursing home. Right. So, gosh, Mark, now I'm depressed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's transition. Let's see what.
1: Ooh. Wow, we have not heard that sound in a while.
0: Haven't? Well, I hear it all the time. It's just, <laughs> it's just there. In the... <laughs> That's
1: right. I didn't drop any music cue or anything, folks. This is what, this is what happens <laughs> in the manor. You know, we have right. the studio built here in one of the rooms in the manor, but this is what happens occasionally in the manor, and it's, it's just uh...
0: there. <laughs> so Thanks.
1: that brings us. This is our paranormal corner section, and uh, you've had some stuff happening recently. Yeah. So Do? you know,
0: so here at the manor, I can go a long time without things happening. And it's certainly, I've said this before, it's not as active as it was when my now ex-husband lived here. Right. And again, I do believe that um, it seemed the the issues that we were having seemed to stir things up. Yeah. Uh, emotional think I think, up I think, that, I seems think the to,
1: spirits were trying to help you out there.
0: I think so. Uh, so... The last, okay, so I've mentioned this before that there have been a few times now that I I am attributing it to something being near me that I can't see um, or maybe even touching me. But I get this feeling um, almost every time it's on one of my arms and it's a... um, uh, sort of like an electrical feeling, but it's not painful. It's not like the electrical shock that, like you know, right. ha- has some pain involved. But I don't know how else to describe it. It's a tingling, and kind of like a shock. And uh, I have felt that a few different times. So I've had that happen a couple times now. A few times in the parlor, like it happened the first time it was in the parlor, and then I was um, standing in my kitchen doing something, and it happened. Again, and actually, I've, I, have, I can't think of a time when I've done this before. It happened while I was, the, actually, the day that I was, pre- it was on Thanksgiving morning, come to think of it. So I'm prepping food, and I could feel what I, I think is somebody standing next to me or, or touching my arm. And it continued, and so I said, um, <laughs> do you like that I'm preparing food for thanksgiving did you used to have thanksgiving here of course now i didn't get an answer and then the touching or but, whatever that is stopped
1: but you said that out loud i did right, i said it out right. loud
0: a little nervous about whether or not i'm going to get an answer or right. something going to happen <laughs> but i but i didn't have a creepy feeling about it i probably should but you guys i get used to this stuff i right. honestly do right and i was talking with um our mutual friend that lives in england who's been at this house a couple of times and he had said to me, there is a vibe at your house, there is. There is something, he says, I can't put my finger on it. But he right. says, it's never been uncomfortable. Your house is very warm and welcoming, which most people say the same thing, that it doesn't have a, a creepy feeling about it when you go inside. Right. Something that looks some think it looks creepy from the outside. It does. They say, <laughs> say it looks like the Amadeville house. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and then the other thing that I happened to ju- had. Happened just happened what two or three nights ago now um i was wide awake i didn't dream this i heard a thump like something it sounded to me and and the where the sound came from was to my left and it sounded like it was on the floor right right next to me on the bed sounded like something fell on the floor something with a little bit of heaviness but not like a plate or you know not that heavy right but um you know like a no, not a quarter. That it would be heavier than that, but whatever. It was something that had a little bit of weight behind it, but I heard a thump and then a drag, like it was being dragged across the floor. Wow! So it was dark in the room. Now, and where were your
1: cats at this point? Because you do have cats. Not,
0: not in the room with me. I, I oh, don't okay. have. They don't sleep with me because oh. at some point they're going to wake up and, and be a pain in the tush. Oh, okay. So they don't sleep with me. So yeah, the door's closed. So I just laid there. <laughs> I laid there thinking all right, I always keep a flashlight next to me, and it is actually next to me, but it's on the floor, and that means I have to reach over (laughs) to where I just heard all this happening. Do I want to do that? Anyway, I finally decided to just get the nerve and, and like, you know, reach over and feel around for the flashlight. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: And lit it up, and I'm looking around to see, does anything seem different?
1: Right, did something fall down? Yeah, everything
0: just looked normal, and there was nothing else after that, but... But the parlor has felt different lately, and Mm. I can't explain. And actually, this doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it was ice cold in there, but our nights have been colder. Right, right. And so um, I think that there... No, I know there are times when I'm more tired or if I don't feel well I'm more susceptible to the cold around me right right um so maybe I was more tired than I realized I mean it was like at one or two in the morning but but I was there have been oh my gosh there have been a couple of times that I have been so cold that I can't warm up my nose in my house and I'm like (laughs) why am I this cold it doesn't happen that often and it and I have to say there are times when that's happened I'm like is it extra cold because there's an entity in my house? Because do you walk around your house with your cold your nose like freezing?
1: No. Do you have a maybe the entity's in your nose? <laughs> maybe you had to dig in there. Well, I and got pull something that, in there. Pull that entity out.
0: <laughs> I do have allergies, so you know you never know. That
1: might that might be a factor into it. No, I don't. I don't do that. I keep my house uh, pretty
0: warm. No, but I haven't walked around most of my life with like a cold. Well, you know what? Cut. Okay, flashback. <laughs> I did used to have issues with a cold nose, and I would have my ex-husband hold my nose. (laughs) I would tell him, wrap your fist around my nose and keep it warm. So, (laughs) you know what? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've done that, but maybe it was just a flashback to that, the cold nose days. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either.
1: That I don't know. And I don't know if that's a – I don't think I've ever heard of a spirit – making someone's nose cold. So I'm not sure if that... Uh...
0: Well, all of me was cold, but yes, my my nose was oh. really cold too. <laughs> so yeah, things seem to be a little more active right now. But is it weird to you that I'm not like, it's not creeping me out. I'm not like calling you or my sister and saying, come over here and keep me company because well, I'm afraid.
1: like you said, you're used to it. Yeah. You know, even me, I, I've had in the last week, there's two different things that have happened at my house where it's a noise... And Mm -hmm. and it's just me at my house. I'm the only person there. It's a noise that, a little bit of a clump. Like, did something. And I I thought, oh, you know what? (laughs) Okay. So, when I finish a gallon of milk Mm -hmm. in the the big plastic gallon milk containers, I flatten the container all the way down as much as I can. Okay. But I put the lid on it Mm -hmm. to seal in that that air air out. And so, and I put it on the counter till the next day. I'm going to go out to the recycle bin, I'll go drop it in the recycling. But, you know, there's a possibility that it gets warmer in the kitchen at night or something, you know, because of the heater comes on or something. And the air expands. Maybe it pops off that lid or or it makes it wobble differently because of, it's on the edge of the counter and it falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know that can happen. If I ever hear that happening, I'm going to assume, okay, that's what happened. There was no ghost that put it off. Yeah. So I hear something fall in my kitchen, mm-hmm. just a little clump kind of like what you're you know mm-hmm. clunk kind of like what you were describing Yeah, i go in there and there's nothing See? everything's in its place yeah yep. and it just uh it doesn't happen a lot at my house so mm-hmm. i so that's twice in the last week something like that has happened mm-hmm. where i've heard a sound in an empty completely empty room and i don't have any pets or anything yeah i've heard the sound in the empty room and i've went and checked it out and nothing is out of place and i don't know what it is i'm not ready because I'm so skeptical, I'm not ready to call it a ghost just just yeah. yet because it could be the house settling and it just happened to make a noise that sounded not like the it's wall familiar, creaking, right? yeah. but it sounded like something falling. But I have not seen anything to convince me it's a ghost yet.
0: <laughs> Can I tell you, though? I mean, the thump, the dropping sound. Okay, who knows? But when you hear something dragging, dragging. across the carpet. I know. Yeah. That's the part that's <laughs> That's the creepy part. It is a little creepy. That's the part that makes you go, "Do I really want to put my hand down there <laughs> and feel around for something?" Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I, what a great show. About it. Yeah. Here Here we did it. Season 2. Woohoo! It's underway, y'all. <laughs> Hopefully, once COVID things settle down, we want to get some people here in studio again. Hoping, hoping, hoping.
1: That's right. And uh, so be sure to tell your friends about Snack a Little Talk a little on Facebook, Instagram, and And Twitter. Twitter. And if you have any questions, uh, uh, well, hit us up on all our social media. But if you have any comments, you can always go to our Google voice number. It's 909-572-0278. Leave your message there. We'll listen to them, and we may feature it on a future show.
0: And we did it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Woo-hoo. so thanks for listening and uh, we have a new logo that is up we don't have it in the studio yet but we have a brand new logo and we'll talk about that on one of our future shows on how we got that but uh, let yeah. us know what you think of the show and come back y'all we hope to see you soon love you take care